Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. How do we encourage more men into caring roles? Is there anything that can be done to make care less gendered? and much more respected in this country. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to join us. Irish examiner columnist Jennifer Horgan is with us on the line today because, Jennifer, this is something that you've experienced. Would you mind telling us maybe your own situation? Yeah, of course. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, um, yeah so I suppose I I start the article um, that I wrote there during the week with my dad, with the story of my dad's stroke. Um, so he suffered a stroke three years ago. Um and, you know, we, we faced a lot of difficulties organising his care. Um, he's disabled um, at home and my mother's also disabled. Um, but one of the, I suppose, the, the the very positive things that happened was that he ended up getting a male carer. Um, so as part of, you know, the home health package, um, this male carer, Mick Carroll, comes to our my parents' house every morning. And it's just been amazing to see their kind of relationship grow and the great fun they have together and, and, and how my dad has responded to him. Um, one of the pictures actually in the article is of my dad and Mick and they had such fun like coming yeah. up to when the photo was taken um, talking about, you know, how they'd coordinate their clothes and Mick arrived with a wig that he was going to wear and it's just that kind of, I suppose, that humour that they share that I, I, I think is great to see and um, it just strikes me that having more men in caring roles um would just benefit everyone, benefit those being cared, um, benefit the carers themselves. Um, I think, like, the the vast majority, we know, of course, that the vast majority of paid and unpaid care work is done by women. And we also know that it's undervalued and it's underpaid. And it's very unlikely that women who are at the centre of care are going to be able to change things. So I really feel, you know, it's it's going to be up to men and it's going to be up to how we educate men and um, educate our boys. That's what's going to really change care in the country and, and, and give it the value it deserves. Yeah. Um, it's such a rewarding thing to do. I know that myself from caring for my dad, you know, it's obviously it's hard, it's difficult, but it's equally rewarding. And I actually think we shortchange boys and men when we don't give them that opportunity. Um, and, and that starts, you know, way down when they're when they're young, you know, that we don't speak to them in the same way, I think, as we do maybe to our little girls in terms of, you know, caring for each other and being kind. And um, Yeah, so I, I suppose I just wanted to start up that conversation. Absolutely. It's, um, it's, 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 you know, and most people, I suppose, at, at various different stages in their lifetime, you know, when you have to maybe bring a carer or get a carer into the home for whatever reason with a parent or or, or a um, with a child or a sibling and I suppose more often than not it's it generally tends to be a female carer but I mean like I know in, in our circumstance with my own dad previously we had a, a male carer for a time as well and you know I know it's it's, it's the little things Jennifer that, like that it's very hard to quantify the impact it can have but it's just it's the little things it's it's the showering it's there's yeah. an awful lot of that and, and I, it, I suppose it's to do, maybe it's to do with dignity to a certain extent but like it, it can actually it can it can be really game changing Absolutely you know and I, I'm a teacher so I see it in, in, in that as well in education just the, the, the impact that male teachers have on both young girls and boys you know um, and like I don't want to suggest that men aren't in caring roles because they are and I think yeah. it's improving um, but I see it firsthand the kind of the actual the transformational work it does 
in a way that you know that a woman doesn't do because of course women have always been in these in these traditionally caring roles but when you see a man in them you you can just see how it opens things up for both the boys and girls in the room um and i often think even things like you know coaching is undervalued like the the work that men do coaching uh, sports like absolutely fantastic mm. you know I'm so gr- grateful to that so I just think it just needs to become more the norm and in how we the way we talk about care um, I, I mentioned in the article just a few things that, that could happen you know just just having men more involved in like you know the parent WhatsApp groups that kind of thing um, small little things where where it's just shifting the kind of gender focus of care away from women and that's that's, that's where we really see change you know when men are really um, more commonly um, at the centre of care. Stay with us, Jennifer, because Donal is on the line and, Donal, you are a carer. Do you see many other men, I suppose, in your line of work? Uh, Andrea, thanks for uh, allowing me to speak today yeah. um, and have me on the show. Uh, in the place, in, in the town I'm from, in the town where I work, uh, we're actually very lucky because there are quite a number of male carers. Um, I'm not too sure that's typical um, throughout the country, but I was just counting up the number of um, home helps, male home helps, and I think there's about seven in our area. Um, I think the, the numbers are growing as well over over the past couple of years. Like, um, and I think really what what stops what stops men from going into caring is the same thing that might stop a woman from, from going into caring, um, namely the you know the the conditions and pay and um and i think you see you know for for many many decades now if if not longer uh there's there's been a kind of a a perception that um mainly probably from men that uh asher you know the women will will do it anyway uh, so we don't have to pay too much attention to it um but a lot of women a lot of women today and men like they would look at that as a career and they may be discouraged from it because really if you're not working directly for the HSE, if you're working for a contractor, you know, you have to be prepared to put a car on the road and see that car value deteriorate, uh, see your expenses rise. Um, you're, you know, your your paying conditions are important, but, you know, the, obviously they're not the be all, be all and end all. It, it doesn't bother me in a huge way because I came into caring late enough in life. I was about 55 when I started doing it. Why did you go into it, Donald? Because I I, um, I spent um, I spent about, well, but since I started working at, at the age of 21, uh, I don't know how many years that is, I just I, I was just doing jobs. I was a fish out of water. I was doing jobs I didn't particularly like, and I and may not have been particularly good at, you know. And uh, I kind of decided in the end, in the end of it all, that um, I would just try this because some people would say to me, you know, you've got um, the right personality for it, and you'd be good at it. Like, so yeah. I said, why not, you know? And uh, the kids had finished um, college, and we, you know, myself and my wife had uh, helped them through college and all that. And um, I suppose money wasn't as big and imperative um, at that point in time. So I said, look, I'll give it a go. And I suppose the first thing that um, that I noticed was that uh, the very first job I applied for, I got it, you know. So the first, it was in a nursing home and the first the, the first thought that came to my mind was, well, there must be a shortage here. But of course, everybody knows that, you know. Um, shortage of men and a shortage of women. But I think that is changing. I don't think the, there's um, the same perception that would stop men from being carers now 
uh, as maybe mm. would have been a number of years yeah. back. Do you find uh, it? It's, I, I, I imagine, Donal, and, and this is just for, so from the, the outside looking in, but I imagine it's incredibly um, rewarding work, despite the, the is, conditions. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. Um, you know, you do, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm terrible for names. Your last speaker there, the, the, the journalist. Um, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer's still with us. Jennifer, yeah. Sorry, Jennifer, yeah. Um, she was saying about, you know, the, the rapport and the relationship that you build up yeah. with uh, with your clients. And it, it is actually true. You know, you do and you, you know, you kind of become their friends almost, you know, and they they enjoy when you come in, when you come into the house and you enjoy visiting them. And, um, you know, pe- people, I suppose, look, people may, may be put off by the, the personal care and the intimate care that, that's involved. It's not really a lot of. It's only a small percentage of the job, and mm. I think really, it's it's the it's the kind of interaction, the human interaction that makes the job for me anyway. And yeah. um, the, 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 there is one more point as well that I think is very important and has come up in conversation with me and a number of other people. There was a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine actually, thinking of going into caring, and. Um, it was the, the 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 need to attain an academic qualification um, to do it that actually put them off completely because they had left school so, such a long time ago and they just said no academia is not for me it never was I was never good in school I'm, I, there's, there's no way I'm I'm opening a book I just it wouldn't be me I couldn't do it and it just completely puts people off and um, I often <laughs> I mean I think it's worth asking the question you know do we really need um, to to, to sort of make this a, an academic qualification like we seem to want to do with everything in this country, you know. Um, mm. Could we not make it like some kind of an apprenticeship or a training program where people could just learn on the job? Yeah. I mean, the, the course that you have to do is, is a QQI level five um, in healthcare. Uh, there's eight modules in it. It can take between one and two years to complete it. And there is a lot of work experience and all that, which is good. Um, but it just puts people off because there's so much essay writing and uh, you have to, you know, it's, it, even okay. though it's only level five, it's 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 quite well. It's pretty complicated. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't been to school since 1981, in uh, in my case, you know. Um, so th- I, I think people just turn away from it when they when they when they see all those factors and say, look, yeah. well, the pay isn't good. You know, my car is going to get worn out. Like that's the low hanging fruit. Like that's the stuff you. That's the obvious stuff. But I think it's. It's the other stuff as well, you know. I have to I have to do a two-year course. Ah, it's not for me. I'll just keep doing whatever I'm doing. Do you know what you're doing. I know. No, look, it's it's, mm, cer- it's mm. certainly a fair a fair um, a fair point to make, Jennifer. Just on Donald's point there, you know about the rapport and the relationship, like that you build up. And I know myself, like often when when you know your 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 family members carer comes into the house, it, it's not that they're not a carer. They're like you know it's it's Donald, and as you talked about your dad's, um, well your dad's carer in Mick, but they become a part of the house. Oh, you know, absolutely. in a time, in a real, you know, in a time of yeah. need and often in a, a time of crisis. Absolutely. And like, I almost feel like I'm intruding if I'm there, you know, when, <laughs> when they call. Because that's their time and that's their space. And it's wonderful. And, uh, you know, it's a very important that it's the same person. I think what's happening now with staff shortages is if people are, have different people coming in. And I think that's, you know, you could imagine just how invasive that must be for, for people, especially vulnerable people, you know. Um, so, you know, we should absolutely be striving as a country to have carers, the same carer, and, and, and mm. to build, as you say, that lovely rapport. I'm really, really upset to hear what Donald is, is saying about the um, necessity for the academic qualification. I know. An absolute nonsense, you know, and as an educator, uh, you know, 
we're so obsessed with with getting people into these academic courses and actually you know somebody c- can change someone's life you know um so easily by just being a great carer i think that that's just a nonsense. So I'm very annoyed about yeah. that. No, I know. Well, it's, it's certainly, it's a, it's a fair point. I just want to bring in Michael Kenny. Michael's from the, the Men in Childcare Network. Um, he's also a, a, a community childcare manager too of, of services there in Kilkenny. Um, Michael, I suppose, you know, childcare, it's also under the caring uh, network as well. Um, why do so few men go into it then? I suppose it's, for, say, from my own point of view and that and talking to other male educators, you know, like, it's not pitched to you as a career. Um, like, both sort of in school, you know, when you're doing career guidance. Yeah. Um, like, it, it's not really sort of... Pe- people have to be sat in what you want to do when you actually leave school. Um, childcare isn't given as an option. But then also, because there's only, like, 2% of the workforce at the moment are men that are working, you know, in the childcare sector, you don't... We're sort of virtually invisible. So, like, an awful lot of people don't think about coming into the sector. Um, and, like, even myself, when I sort of came into it, um, initially wanted to be a guard, but too small, my eyesight wasn't great, you know. But it was actually a friend of mine, like what Donald was sort of saying, a friend of mine actually said it to me, he said, you know, think about what you enjoy doing and try to make a job out of it. And like I said, I've been in Scouts since I was sort of like seven. Loved that whole idea of working with kids and mm. that whole sense of community. And then from that, I started working with, you know, like as an SNA on a CE scheme, you know, in the 90s in Kilkenny. Um, and from then, I actually went on and did my qualification, you know, in, in childcare. Um, but like working as an SNA back in the day, I suppose, it's a bit like with Donald sort of saying, you know, there's some manual handling and lifting, so they're always nice to have a guy there for that. But when I finished my qualification, I actually went for a, a job advertising the paper. And it was in the middle of the interview, I, I sort of had a, a moment of dread that I actually realised that the job was for a preschool. Um, and I was, it was a bit like a fish out of water feeling. It was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about working with smaller kids. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't working and I said, you would give it a go. Yeah. And like, that was 27 years ago. And, and I literally it. never looked back. Yeah, that's you fantastic know. though, and wasn't it? We, yeah, and it's a wee bit like what Donald was sort of saying as well. Like, from our experience, like, very seldom you actually have a guy coming straight from leaving cert, you know, into the sector. What? So it's just um, not most... presented a career guidance, is that? It's just, uh, you're, like... Well, yeah, no, it's not presented, like, as career guidance. Um, but also, like, we had the experience there a few, a few years ago of a guy, he did work experience in the service I was working in, like, for his, you know... Um, transition year yeah. and he came back to us when he was in his leave and cert and said really want to work with kids really want to become a childcare worker but what happened then was he told us his career guidance teacher actually talked him out of it and right. he actually said well would you not go into social care would you not become a carer you know a nurse and also other roles that you know there, I suppose there's more men out there you know associated with and like with him that actually put him off working in childcare and he ended up actually working in GameStop for like three years until he became old enough and he actually said no 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 I really want to do this I love working with kids and then he went on and he did it his degree yeah and then that's absolutely that's for sure Michael um 
you know, when you, yeah, I mean, the been talked out of it is certainly the last thing I think people uh, would want to hear. This texter says, when my dad was passing, we took care of him at, at, um, for, at his home for the last 10 days. The home health, the public nurses, healthcare workers, night nurses, all women. At, at some times, the care was physical and it was difficult at times moving and helping him. A male carer would have been so helpful. The women who helped were absolutely brilliant, though. We could never fault them. 53106 is the number. Jennifer, just before I let you go, how, how, um, like your your dad, you talked about the relationship with Mick, but he's uh, he's um, like how you know how, how is he and how that how is that relationship? Oh, it's great. You know, it's it's wonderful. Um, he, like my dad has a great attitude. You know, he's he's very positive, but it's people like Mick that that keep that yeah, you know the, know the case. Like, and he, I think he looks forward to seeing him every day. And and uh, yeah, it's just become a lovely part of his life. And um, I think it's just the the humor. You know, the fact that they laugh every morning, and it's um. You know, it, it it just makes a huge, Small huge things. difference, and and you know, just, just Michael's comments there about you know the education, the, the education piece. I, I do think it's still strange, you know, that we're separating boys and girls in schools. That has an impact, of course, on 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 the messages they're receiving in terms of career choices and in terms of subject choices. You know, so that gendering we're talking about care, but it really goes right back to the very roots of education. Yeah. Well, you know? when you heard Michael there talk about the, um, you know, the, the young lad that wanted to get into the childcare service exactly. has been nearly talked out of it. I mean, sure, that's kind of half. It's incredible, really. Like, um, Jennifer, thanks a million for joining us in the show today. Irish Examiner columnist Jennifer Hor- uh, Horgan, Donal as well, who is a carer. Michael Kenny there from Childcare Services in Kilkenny. Thanks for your time on the programme. Um, we'd like to chat to people maybe today who are considering, uh, men considering going into caring roles or why don't we see more men in uh, in caring positions. Still to come though on the programme as well, uh, Jennifer Rock, the skin nerd, she's going to be here in the next half an hour to answer any of your skin related questions. Get them into us. Up next though, should couples bother with wedding favours? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.